Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Yeah, We're back, baby. We're together. Yes. And you're or, a... or boo. I don't know. It depends what people like. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, the last couple weeks we did a what if special episode series because uh, basically we had to record separately. So we, we did not our normal uh, episodes. We did like a, hey, what, what, let's put our money where our mouth is and give the people what they want, which is what we think would be the best idea for a G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, my God. Sorry, I was blowing my nose. Yeah, thanks. Were you still talking? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, whatever. Your phone's not on vibrate. Now who's unprofessional? <laughs> Me? No, you. All right, check this out. What's that noise? Uh, I don't know, but everybody with ASMR is, like, going crazy right now. <laughs> it's me opening up Halloween candy. Oh, God. Woo-hoo! Text in right now. Text one for stickers or two for Twix. <laughs> are, you, are, you one of those, are you one of those parents, Eric, who no, secretly steals their children's candy? No, I just bought my own candy. Oh, good. It's when you go trick-or-treating and you stop at the cookie store and you buy 10 cookies <laughs> and say, this is my Halloween. No, we just had uh, extra leftover from the you know kids coming to the house. So, see, I don't steal from my kid. Good, good, because otherwise I would hate you. I would hate yes. I, you know, like I, I posted something on Facebook. Oh, I, I I know it's been the talk of the town. <laughs> I know. I I was I was unsurprised that people had strong opinions either way. A lot of people, like some people, shamed me, saying like, "Man, first person or first person." First, <laughs> First world problems. Somebody was like, I grew up in the ghetto, guys, and we didn't have food. Like, <laughs> like what am I supposed to say sorry, to that? Sorry. I was laughing at you, not laughing at growing up in the ghetto without food. Like, well, <laughs> well it's like, well, why bring that to a conversation about, like, being pissed about your loving, suburban, white, middle-class parents stealing your Halloween candy? Like, that's kind of unfair. I'm well, we weren't, mi- we weren't middle class at the time. No, no, absolutely but. not. But but it, no, it was just about, it wasn't about that. It was about your parents, who you thought were on your side, stealing from you in the middle of the night. Some steal, Not stealing anything, stealing something that you considered, like, dude, like, you were really into it. Like, Halloween candy. I mean, you nearly died to get that. Well, obviously, I never trusted them, because like I said, I would sneak <laughs> it and eat it all. As soon as possible. Yep. So just remember the quote from Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Do unto others, Igor, before Igor does it to them. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, everybody out there, I hope you had a fantastic Halloween. I hope that you dressed up in the spirit of it all. Um, uh, I hope you uh, attended some parties or at least did some trick-or-treating or gave people some candy. Yeah. Or, like Chad, a piece of his mind. <laughs> so let's talk about Marvel. Yeah, because clearly we're not going to be talking about DC for the next five years. <laughs> uh, yeah, DC. You know, they DC shot their load a couple weeks ago. Now it's Marvel's turn. Yep. So how about them movies? And how about that Avengers trailer? Oh my god! Uh, did you see the extended trailer? Yes, which was awesome. Yes, it had it, it had an actual scene from the movie, and just watching that scene, which is spo- spoilers. By the way, you may need to skip the next couple minutes if you don't want uh, the extended trailer. It. We're the <laughs> last ones to talk about it. The Avengers are are sitting drinking in uh, Tony Stark's uh, living room, 
Uh, and then and somebody gets the great idea, hey, who is worthy enough to pick up Thor's hammer? Yeah. And it's just, just hilarious, just the way that the, the Avengers, you know, like how they treat each other, you know, they're like they're good friends, everybody's just kind of laughing, kicking it around. And then somebody's somebody came to the party uninvited. And the funny thing is, is that was the extra, after they released the trailer, mm. then they released that one, that add, that add-on the next week. But that's all I needed. Oh, like yeah. the, I didn't need the whole Avengers trailer. If they just did that scene, trying to lift the hammer, and then Ultron walks in and cuts him off at the end, and then it fades to black, and it says Avengers 2 in May, that's really all I needed, because that was an awesome scene. The Avengers are cool. They got me pumped. You know, I, I enjoyed all the other stuff, but that it was so good right there that that's all I needed. Yeah. I was, I was in the camp of uh, the Pinocchio quote was lame. Well, yeah, or the, I guess what was lame was putting the Pinocchio music to match up with the quote. If they just had the quote, maybe it was okay. Mm-hmm. But you hear that little kid singing the Pinocchio song for a minute and then putting it on there. It's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But um, it's, you know, it's, it's not like one, two, Freddy's coming for you. It's like, right. Oh my God, no! strings to yeah. hold me down <laughs> so we see one moment where it kind of looks like uh the black widow and the hulk are having their own uh kirk spock moment from wrath of khan <laughs> where they put their hands together right as one of them is dying mm-hmm. oh uh, you know i have not uh i hadn't thought about that well i maybe not dying or maybe someone's about to do something some people are theorizing that the hulk gets shot into space you know planet hulk style mm. And so maybe Black Widow is kind of putting her hand on him. Well, I mean, Ultron. So it's Ultron versus the Avengers, and he's got to take them out one by one. Like he's the he's not only is he an, an immortal robot AI, but he's also probably really smart. So he's got to have a plan. Maybe it's Tony Stark's plans, a la Batman Doom, mm-hmm. uh, or just League Doom. But maybe he's got to have a plan for to take out each one of the Avengers. Maybe the Hulk was trying to grab Black Widow's titty one last, you know, like let me get some boob. <laughs> and Black Widow's like, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you, but no, and she blocks him. She's like, uh, every time that you tell me that I'm beautiful, Hulk, it's not actually a compliment. And Hulk's like, come on, everyone's seen them at this point. Can I just get a little squeeze? <laughs> it's like Hulk, you might rip them off. You don't know your own strength. Oh, get the God. fuck out of here. So no, I, I keep wondering, you know, like. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are there. Mm-hmm. How long are they going to be on the evil side? Will they flip at the end of the movie and fight with them, or will they stay evil this whole movie? I mean, I think it just depends on Joss Whedon's plans for those characters. You know, like, mm. are they going to be in another movie? Maybe. I mean, they've already been in uh, in Fox's X Men. Mm, uh, this or... Twix is good. <laughs> mm, I'm a left side Twix. So who knows? Your left side Twix? Yep. Yeah, me too, dude. Me too. Mm, that's good. Anyway, Avengers Ultron, uh, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to avoid all uh, trailers, on-set photos, etc., etc., until I see it opening night. I feel the same way. And same with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the first trailer, and then I don't care to see any more, or that one over and over again, until the movie comes out. Exactly. You know, that way, you know, enough time has passed. You know, the details that you saw in the trailer are kind of murky. I'm not one of those types, like, like immediately nerds were releasing videos, like, obsessing over tiny little details in the movie or the, mm-hmm. the trailer, trying to pick apart everything and guess what's coming. And, like, I hate that. You know, like, I'm, 
I'm not one that's like, you know, I just want to come in not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know it's I know it's Avengers versus Ultron. I know it's going to be awesome, and the trailer looked good. So that's enough for me. Yeah, yeah team looks cool. And uh, now we know that Avengers 3 is going to be split into two movies. Right, and... So, and, and the, go ahead, sorry. And it's the, it's the, like, I think you said this, it's the first time anybody has ever been pumped for the final movie of a franchise to be split into two parts. Yeah, this is the first time I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, Harry Potter, dumb. Yeah. Twilight, who fucking cares? And even, uh, well, Hunger Games, wait and see, I guess, because the first one comes out in two weeks and stuff. And uh, But yeah, Avengers was split into more movies with the same actors? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, because... You know, gives you more time to fight. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, you're going to make four Avengers movies instead of three? Oh, yeah. And we only have to wait one year for the one to come out after the other one? Perfect. Hell, yeah. Perfect. We'll do it. See, it's like, unlike the, uh, well, are the Hobbit movies, it's going to be three or four? Three. Three. Those are movies that nobody asked for. Nobody. But I think everybody was clamoring for more Avengers. Yeah. Let's you know? do it. And they did tease. They're like, oh, the Avengers roster is not going to be the same right. by, the, by the end of this movie. So, Well, everybody's been speculating since the uh, since Captain America 2 that they're going to kill off Steve Rogers because they have traded the mantelpiece <clears throat> around in the uh, comics to all kinds of different people. You know, Bucky as a Witcher soldier was Captain America for a bit. Then Steve Rogers came back to life like you do in comics. Uh, now uh, Falcon currently has the uh the mantle well i i think i think they i think they can't kill steve rogers until captain america 3 civil war which was also announced i think you got to kill him in that one because obviously that i mean that's the big one well well check it out well uh it's been announced that captain america 3 civil war is going to kick off the third tier what do you call it phase the third phase of the marvel movies so there's all like captain america it's like it always sets it right you know, like mm-hmm. it sets up the Avengers. Uh-huh. So if he dies in that one, and the mantle gets passed on, because in the comics, spoiler, spoiler, but we were all talking about it when it happens. He dies. Yes. He gets killed, killed by a sniper. Yep. On the just as you think it was all over, boom, dead. And let's uh, do it. And 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 it Civil War kind of really set up Tony Stark as a villain. Yep. You know, it was it was kind of I don't know if it was the first time that it really happened, but it did it in a in a major way, and he just like slowly and gradually became the villain that we kind of know today. Like Iron Man is not a good guy. And let's face it, I mean you you could totally see this happening because Robert Downey Jr. is very pretentious, the way he plays him and stuff, and he's always kind of going back and forth. If he believes he's right, he's right, even if he might not be. Mm-hmm. So I I like it. Let's do it. That was awesome. Glad that he signed on for it. So I'm pumped. Just keep hitting me, Marvel, once a year. I love you. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And I and I trust you, Marvel, because, you know, your good movies are fantastic. Your not fantastic movies are okay. That's right. And your not your not so great movies are still better than the competition. Yeah. As except for solo Hulk movies. Well, yeah. I but mean, aside from still, that those don't count. Aside from that, we're good. You know, even even Thor movies, which, you know, I go see. It's not like I'm ever pumped for them, but they're still all right. So we're good. Cool. <laughs> and the third one's going to be called Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok and roll. Bring out Guar. That's what, that was my first thought. I was like, <laughs> going to fight Guar. 
Yes, I really hope they're on the soundtrack. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Did you did you see him covering the Pet Shop Boys? Yeah, I actually posted that on your Facebook page. Wow, then you must have seen it. Yeah. That was awesome. That was See, that's how you should cover a song, is when you totally do a 180 mm-hmm. and do it. But then you, I'm sure you stuck around long enough to uh, then pay tribute to their fallen member halfway oh, yeah. through when they switch songs. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wow. All right, so that's kind of like silly and hip and ironic. You know, Guar mm-hmm. covering the Pet Shop Boys in non-stage lighting because mm-hmm. uh, they really need that lighting. Yeah. Uh, but then they were like, up yours, second song. And it yeah. was just amazing. It was awesome. So, wow. but yeah, Thor, Ragnarok, you know, whatever they're going to do. Thor, Thor for me is just like, um, Thor is like that appetizer, you know? It's like, <laughs> I can't wait for my steak to get here. But you know what? In between, yeah, maybe I will have some jalapeno poppers. Maybe I will have some garlic bread. It's good. <laughs> it's not going to satisfy me totally, mm-hmm. but I know something better is on the way. So these Thor movies, they're kind of just sprinkled, you know, so you don't have to wait quite as long for your Avengers, your Captain America movies. So that's cool. Bring it on. So so Marvel in its uh, black uniform and black tie uh, waiter uh, comes out and offers you a little something. Yeah, on, would on you like, like a stick? Yeah, would you like a little Thor, little palate cleanser <laughs> before <laughs> Avengers 3.1 comes out? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. Thank you. Mm. Wait, wait. Is uh, It's been rumored that Natalie Portman... Is not going to be in Thor three. Well, that would make sense. I'm sure she didn't. I am pretty sure I read that she did not want to be in Thor two. Really? Well, it was contractually obliged. Wow. Why? I mean, why wouldn't she want to return to the Thor series? Because her character did nothing but pine for Thor in the first movie. Yeah, but that was the and whole... the second movie. <laughs> yeah, but that was the whole point was to like, I don't know, was to be like to was to turn Thor into a rom com with action. Yeah. 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 Whatever. You know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, sorry, Natalie Portman. I think you're cool, but you know, we can get another babe to go after Thor. I mean, so. it's no Bla- it's no Black Swan. Let's just say, you know, it's not like a super challenging role. Maybe that doesn't yeah. entice you as much as you know other other things. But uh, you know, it's still an important character, and it's an important uh, part of yeah. bringing in a certain audience. If you didn't like it, give you get the paycheck back. So. Yeah. You know, shut up. But, of course, we're more excited about the Black Panther finally getting a movie. That ought to be cool. Dude, not only Black Panther got a movie, but... uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel got a movie, too. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Hell, yeah. I was going to say Miss Marvel. I was like, no, wait a second. That's what I just said. Not anymore. Right. Yeah, Captain Marvel and the Black Panther both got a movie. And uh, you know what? When they announced the Black Panther movie, and did you see the video of the, uh, the actor came out? Uh, uh, I've seen some pictures of him. The um, the event where uh, was it LA Comic Con? No, they announced everything. I think it was just some special Marvel thing. They had they had uh, Iron Man and Captain America there to announce mm-hmm. Civil War. They right. were th- like the actors were on stage, and then they just so happened to announce Black Panther, and they're like, "So, uh, which which side are you gonna pick?" Aha. <laughs> Whatever side Peter Parker was supposed to be on. Yeah. <laughs> so both, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited for, for both of those. And, and that's the thing. Like, when DC announces some spinoff movies, when DC's like, hey, you know, we're going to do Cyborg, the movie, mm-hmm. and we're, we're going to do Wonder Woman, I was like, well, okay. You know, like, I'm not really excited for that, but uh, we'll kind of see how they are in Justice League. When they said Black Panther and Captain Marvel, yep, I'm sure that'll be good. Let's yep. go see it. 
I'm sure you guys, Marvel, you know what to do. You know, like I said, it doesn't have to be amazing, but I'm sure it will be good enough. Exactly, and those are characters that really haven't really seen the limelight too much. You yeah. know, like we've seen Wonder Woman in like headlining uh, animated series for a long time. Holy shit, we have to stop talking about this. Okay, great. Because, no, no. What? Because of Fast and Furious 7, the trailer. Oh my God. <laughs> we should have fucking led with that. Fast and Furious! Dude. Oh, they just keep getting more furious. I love it. Yep. When all the cars fall out of the plane into the sky, <laughs> and at the last second parachutes come out, and then they land perfectly on the ground and take off, I was like, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! I Make them more ridiculous, please. And what was the part where The Rock has like a full arm cast? He says something like, Papa's got to go to work yeah. and flexes and the cast just blows off his arm. I'm like, yes. Oh, I got such a boner. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of the trailer was, um, was the one, the one character has to like climb under and then over and runs, runs off the bus, which is falling into the chasm and leaps to try and grab like the cliff. Right, uh-huh. to save himself from dying, and like they can't just like run over there and like grab the dude's hand. No, they gotta like drift with a car, <laughs> and he's gotta grab the spoiler. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing! Like, for as much shit as looked terrible in the last movie, mm-hmm. like when the one chick jumps off the tank and Vin Diesel intercepts her in the air and they crash onto a car, <laughs> and she's like, "How do you know the car was going to be there?" And he's just like, "I did it." And they're like, "Oh, because hitting a car at 80 miles per hour would hurt so much less than hitting the pavement at 80 miles per hour." <laughs> like, Woo! Good job, buddy. And we thought that was crazy, stupid, hilarious. That looks like child's play compared to what we're going to see in this movie. I mean, they, 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 they must have overheard our podcast where we're like, any problem in the Fast and the Furious series must be solved by driving fast. Oh, my God. This is so good. <laughs> Jason Statham is the bad guy? Shit, man. Yeah. That's oh, got to oh. be awesome. And, dude, and just like Batista, possibly in the new Bond movie, he's not even, like, the main bad. He's right. not even the big bad. It's going to be Kurt Russell as oh, the yeah. big bad. Shit, fucking no! I don't think Kurt Russell's the main bad. He looks nope. like an advisor to the Fast and Furious team. Mm. But either way, yeah. how the fuck did that happen? I mean, we live in the age where everything gets spoiled ahead of time. Fucking Kurt Russell just shows up in the trailer. <laughs> we didn't even know, dude. That was awesome. I can't wait. Kurt Russell, one of my favorite actors, man. He's, Give that he's kid an eye patch. Let him talk gravelly. Yeah. Or maybe he'll get behind a car. I mean, we saw him in Death Proof. Just don't ride with him. <laughs> <laughs> I w- Dude, I watched the greatest review of Def- Death Proof uh, by the Angry Video Game Nerd. Yeah. He reviewed it as a horror movie where Kurt Russell's character plays like a serial killer like Michael Myers. And he's basically comparing it to like Halloween and Jason and stuff. And he's like, the first half of Death Proof is one of the great... He's like, Kurt Russell's character is one of the greatest horror movie characters of all time. And then the second part ruins him for a joke. Well, I, I do appreciate that the Angry Video Game Nerd tried to put a fun spin on it. But Death Proof sucked really hard. That's true. Uh, you know, but- Beginning, the end, way too much fucking talking, Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Way too much fucking talking. I'm with you so, on that. Sorry. But, I mean, this is cool. We've got the guy from Death Proof. We've got Jason Statham, who was a transporter driver. And fucking... I mean, ludicrous. <laughs> and fucking ludicrous. Well, sorry, I was thinking Jason Statham was uh, was racing transporter and Death Race 2000. Uh, okay. So he's he's already like 
raced badass cars in like six movies already. Mm. So it's like he doesn't need to be caught up on these guys. He's all set. I love that he's made the jump from The Expendables, which is an aging movie franchise, to The Fast and the Furious, which is like oh, yeah. middle-aged. This is going to be so good. And the thing is, like, so many people are going to go to see it to, like, pay their last respects to Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sucks that he died, but I'm just going to enjoy Fast and the Furious. Like, I'm not going to watch it thinking, Paul Walker, this was your last movie, and this is probably the last scene. I don't give a shit. You know, that sucks that you are dead, but that is not what I'm going to concentrate on in this movie. That's so funny. I had forgotten that he died, actually. Yeah. I, yeah that really sucks. No, it sucks, and it sucks because he died trying to be a fucking Fast and Furious guy. Well, no, no, he was just in the he was in the passenger seat. Come on, that's what they said. They said it right. was like it was. And like I some bet he was screaming. Buddy. And I bet he was screaming, "No, no, slow down!" the entire time, right? I mean, come on, let's let's not say it was a great idea. I mean, how what the events led to his death, but I'm pretty sure he's in the passenger seat. That's yes. all. Whatever. Anyways, but you could see, you know, some people are going to go there as like a goodbye to Paul Walker. But yes. I'm just going to go to enjoy it, and uh, you know. Sorry, Fast and Furious, man. It's 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 bigger. It's bigger than one person. I'm I'm going to. Uh, I have to watch the trailer again, and maybe it'll take watching the full movie. But you know how last last year we were joking about F- Fast and the Furious Six, and we we're calling it Final Fantasy Six. Yeah. Just with the trailer alone, this movie is really close on on terms to Final Fantasy VII. And I'm not just talking about, like, as a joke. I'm talking about, like, the characters. When I saw The Rock holding a Gatlin gun, I was like, they yeah. fucking went to town. That is totally Barrett from Final Fantasy VII. Now ah. I have to, like, make all these character sheets so I can, like... All right, all they need is, like, a hot chick working at a bar in the beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like all these different things can totally line up. Like, if the big bad is Kurt Russell, then he's totally President Shinra, you know? And uh, the transporter could be Sephiroth. You know, he's, like, he's not the mm-hmm. main bad at first, let's say, but, you know, he's the dude who kills a guy. Uh, who's the chick that died in Final Fantasy VII? Uh, Eris. It's too bad because a woman has died in the last two, two out of the three movies. So... Mm. A woman won't die in this movie, but otherwise it could have been her. Well, I mean, maybe, who knows, if they do rescue that chick at the beginning. Uh, something tells me she's not going to be driving cars, but she's going to be the damsel in distress. Mm. Or or maybe the, uh, well, the, the dude gets the dude in Chinatown, or no, uh, Tokyo. Tokyo, same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Uh, maybe that's his role. I'm not sure. Well, no, he died in three and six. Right, but maybe they could kill him again at the beginning of this movie <laughs> for my for my theory they, to work. They've already killed him twice, but oh yeah, it's kill him again. Um, so ah uh, shit, what was I going to say about Fast and Furious? I mean, I was a little let down in a two minute trailer. Vin Diesel only said the word family <laughs> once. I thought. I mean, I really. It's like it should be called, you know, Family and the Furious. Basically. Furious family. But, I, I put the over-under at two families during the trailer, and he only said family once. Mm. So I was like, ah, shit, you let me down. I mean... You know they're going to say it more, though. I mean, well, like, they get a lot they, of action in. They do say it on an average of once every two minutes, and the trailer was two minutes long, so I mm. guess they came in at the average. <laughs> With family. It's, it's so ridiculous. It's like, yeah, we go around the world and killing a bunch of dudes, racing fast cars, but really, this movie's all about family. Yeah, and his sense of family is just whoever sits at the picnic table and says grace and eats ribs together. <laughs> all right, family. Yeah, it's like, well, you you can't pick your family, but 
Yeah. You can if they're like, racing with you. Mister, we don't you. know you. We we just met you at Home Depot an hour ago and you invited us to sit down. Now you're family. <laughs> That's right. Once you've eaten dinner or once you've eaten a, a picnic table with us, you are officially family. Yep. And you will be called on to save one of us <laughs> right. by racing really fast at some point. Oh, don't man. don't lose my number. <laughs> I mean, that's basically like Ludacris's role. And then in the last movie, they're like, hey, Ludacris, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. We're coming over to your house right now. If you are in the Fast and Furious family mm. and you get a text from Vin Diesel, do you, do you have it set to like tire squealing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. We got Vin Diesel. Jackson again. Oh, shit. It just says, it says family dot 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 Brazil. <laughs> Guess we better get to Brazil, guys. Gonna need to pull one last heist with some oh, cars. Man. Oh, wait, what's the deal? What's the deal with? Um, do they shoot part of it in Dubai or something? Because they they have this like the music is saying like Middle East, Egypt, yeah. 1930s riff. Uh, but I thought I saw Dubai. Maybe maybe it's the UAE. Hold on, I'm getting another text. <laughs> Family. <laughs> dot dot dot. Camel land. <laughs> Oh, shit, he doesn't even know exactly where. Let's just fall out of an airplane with our cars until we find it. I love that, that, like, you know, all right, Ludacris, you're on an airplane in a car, right, flying, and he's letting, he doesn't know what's going on. Like, come on, buddy, come on. I want to know if, like, uh, rich trust fund kids think that that's a way to travel. All <laughs> right, dude, so let's put my Maserati on a private jet, and we'll fly over to, like, Paris. And then when we get over there... Don't go through customs. Just drop me and the car out the back of the plane, and I will just perfectly hit my parachute and then land, squealing on the tire, and we'll go to the club. Boom. Let's do it. I love it. It's like Operation Dumbo Drop, except when they film that movie and they drop the robot elephant off uh, uh, the plane with the parachute, the elephant smashed into the ground and was destroyed. But the funny thing is, is uh, family was a big theme to Operation Dumbo Drop too. <laughs> they wouldn't ditch the elephant because it was family. Oh man! They fucking ate peanuts at the picnic table with us. Family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pumped. Why wasn't the Diesel in that movie? Oh, oh maybe man. it's maybe that's like like the uh, the real deal about Fast and the Furious Eight is they're trying to save the elephants. They're like, we have to go to Egypt to save our brother. <laughs> now, here's the thing. No one is getting excited about the Fantastic Four movies. No. They just need to fucking team them up. Everyone's like, oh, will Fantastic Four and X-Men team up? No. Team up with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Fantastic and Furious Four. <laughs> Boom. The Fantastic Four are like, oh, we got to fight Doctor Doom all the way in Latveria. How are we going to get there? The Fantastic Car's in the shop. Your family. Text Vin Diesel. <laughs> family. Dot, dot, dot. Latveria. Okay. And then they all get in a jet and they get their cars and they just fucking roll out the back. Dude. And then they don't even need parachutes because Invisible Woman just uses a force field to slow their fall down. Yeah. Dude, I want, I want, the, uh, I want to have Dr. Doom and Vin Diesel do like a one-word monologue off. Oh, man. That'd be like, so awesome. Doom. And he's like, Family. Yeah, and Doom is like, God damn the thing. You get so much uglier every time I see you. Oh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, come on. Fantastic and Furious 4 would be amazing. That's what they should. I mean, I would run to see that movie. I would run. You know, yeah. talking about like uh, a, like a black guy playing Johnny Storm. Fine. Cool. Whatever. Doesn't really maybe want to see the movie. 
you know, but hell yeah, team up with actors that I think are hilarious. Oh, oh absolutely. Then, then we need to have a sex scene, right? And Vin Diesel's just like going to town on two <laughs> chicks. And right as he climaxes, he goes, I am Groot. <laughs> Boom, crossover. <laughs> I am Groot. Oh, man. I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for the inevitable Guardians of the Galaxy porn parody. I just want to say I am Groot and then break the fourth wall and look right at us and wait. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's going to be so good. All right. Well, so, let's, yeah. let, let's keep talking. Okay. Wait. So, wait. So, so. All right. Uh, you Age talk. Ult- I'm going to A- open this Snickers. God. Mm, Age- it really satisfies me. Age of Ultron, May 1st, July 17th, Ant-Man, which is, yep. that's coming up pretty fast. I mean, that's, and- that's next July. Yep. After Avengers. Yep. And then straight Fantastic Four, whatever. That's that's it for 2015. Three, two Marvel movies and one Fox movie that nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I could see Ant Man being cool. I mean, I, we've seen pictures of uh, of old Ant Man. We haven't seen new Ant Man in the suit. But yeah. uh, You know, the test footage that they shot years ago looked good. You know, I liked oh. what they did with it. I'll judge them by their trailer. Yeah. So 2016, there is a crap ton of Cape movies, starting with Deadpool, and Feb- like February 12th, Deadpool, March 25th, Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice, mm-hmm. and then and then two months later, Captain America three, yeah, followed by uh, later that month, X Men Apocalypse, July 8th, possibly. Uh, Mr. Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. August 5th, Suicide Squad. November 11th is the Sinister Six movie. Yeah. And that's 2016. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Kate movies in one year. And everybody, see, everybody keeps talking about uh, when is the bubble going to burst on superhero movies. Never. I mean, I, f- I feel like you, maybe there is a bubble right now, but there isn't enough crap and comic book movies are basically action movies grown up with a little bit of sci-fi thrown in for the nerds. Let's face it, comic book action movies are more believable than anything that Stallone and Schwarzenegger <laughs> did in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, come on. I feel like it's the next evolution. You know, like, it's like the homo superior of action movies. Where, like, you know, you start out with an IP that a lot of people are excited about already. Right then, you throw in the standard action tropes. You know, uh, something a little bit for the drama. You know, gotta, gotta have some drama in there, somewhere. Uh, and you have like this perfect storm of a movie that's great for everybody and with toys that you can sell to kids. Mm-hmm. It's like you just can't lose. It's like it's a movie that the whole family can go to. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Deadpool, which is like it's kind of too bad. Deadpool could have been. Uh, I say could have been, it's like two years in the future, but like Deadpool could have been the movie that sets itself apart by being like way overly gory and crazy. Like it could be like the blade of comic book movies, but, uh, the rumor is that it's going to be a PG 13 rating. Uh, yeah, which is just too bad. Oh, well, but right up against each other with less than two months difference is, Dawn of Justice, and Captain America 3. Sweet. Yeah, so they're starting off the uh, the summer movies early in March. Well, it just, it just depends who's more of a pussy and is afraid <laughs> that they're going to lose out. So, obviously, DC blinked. Mm-hmm. 
They want Mars to themselves, so oh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that. I mean, are you looking forward to X-Men Apocalypse? Uh, it's so weird because I just feel like they've never, ever made a good X-Men movie. Mm. I love the X-Men. Love the comic books and stuff. Still go see all the movies. And there are definitely things to like in each movie. But yeah. they, like I said, it's just fucking X-Men Doom and Gloom Part 2. X-Men Doom and Gloom Part 3. God, just fucking take a page out of Marvel who doesn't own you. And make them a little more lighthearted, you know? Mm -hmm. Joke around a little bit. But if they, you know, they turn it into the whole people are racist against mutants and stuff. And, and it sucks. And this world doesn't like us and blah, blah, blah. And you take away all the fun things about being a superhero. Yeah. And, and, they've, and they've been doing it for like 20 years now. Yeah. Uh, you know, ever since the 90s. It's just it's not fun to be an X-Man anymore. And it's too bad. And as soon as they make it a little more fun, then I'll be into it. But they don't seem to be heading that way. And, um... Even this latest one, even though it was kind of cool, it was still, you know, kind of a bummer. And and uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens in this new one. I'll pro I like. I end up going to see them all the time, but they just really need to change their their outlook. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, they totally made fun of that in the most recent crossover. In the uh, in in the in the most recent crossover in Axis, mm -hmm. where uh, the Avengers and the X Men uh, basically have to join forces. Right for the, the Red Skull. Yeah, the the Avengers are like do not want to join up with the X Men. Yeah, but they basically have to. And I and and I swear there's a couple panels where Rogue is just is just hanging out talking trash, and it's either a, a yellow a, like Wasp or another character, and they're like, well, it's the X Men. Here comes the drama. <laughs> and Rogue and Rogue immediately plays into that with a wham whiny holier than thou line. <laughs> it's so classic. I mean, it really is true. It's so annoying. It's like, just be cool superheroes. I mean, obviously, maybe it's just could the generation that I read X-Men comic books, but in the beginning, they were all just fucking going around the world, saving the world, getting into fucking troubles and shit, and it was cool. Yeah. But now it's too much like, oh, they fucking hate us and stuff, you know? Sorry. If you could make an X-Men movie like the Avengers movies, that will make the most money in the world. Yeah. That would be cool, dudes. And, and DC's already like, oh, Justice League, we gotta be all fucking hard. It's like, no. You know, they're like, we can't be funny. We got to be serious. It's like, what are you fucking talking about, dudes? You wearing spandex. Yeah. Be funny. <laughs> Jeez, like, I feel like the blueprint was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yep. Wow, shit. I never, I never cared about Iron Man. Never cared about Iron Man until I saw that movie. And then he made him so cool. Why? Because he joked around but was serious at the same time when he needed to be. Thank you. That's all we needed. Yeah, exactly. You win. Agreed. So as soon as X-Men get cool like that, like, I don't know, let the funnier, cooler characters, more lighthearted ones like Nightcrawler and Shadowcat and stuff joke around while they're fighting. Iceman, anybody? Yeah. We win. Come on. Can I, can I tell you the coolest thing to come out of Axis? What's that? Was they finally perfected, uh, like, what the best possible Sentinel could be. Like, the Sentinel that nobody in the Marvel Universe could stand up against. And it's basically like um, a ton of body odor. No, it was uh, they 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 blamed it they blamed it on Tony Stark again. They nice. said basically he thought up of it during the Civil War days, mm -hmm. uh, and it's basically a Sentinel that's really hard to kill that shoots out a shrinking ray. Hmm. So it shoots out it like as soon as it uh, as soon as it feels a, a mutant is nearby anywhere nearby it shoots out Pym particles. 
mm-hmm. and miniaturizes them and then stores them inside its body. Well, I like the idea of all the bad guys in the Marvel Universe having to unite to defeat this cause. Like, that's cool to me. Mm-hmm. That's neat. I like that. Magneto, Doctor Doom, and all those guys together. That's cool. It kind of, it kind of totally unabashedly rips off Forever Evil, which well, happened last year. Everything rips up everything. I mean, yeah. when I was trying to write my Shark Knight books and coming up with powers and angles and stuff, I mean, everything's been done. I know, you know? But, it, but it really, like, it literally just happened last year in the DC Universe, and mm-hmm. it was actually really good. It was kick-ass. It was one of the better things I think I've ever read well, uh, in, in DC. I have to assume that some of these things were thought up two years ago. Yeah. So you have to think that DC comes out and you're like pissed and you're like, well, fuck it. We'd already thought of something too. Do we just keep going? And they go, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. But uh, Forever Evil lasted a long time. It lasted a year, I think. And uh, Axis is, you know, it's, there's like, it's happening throughout the Marvel Universe, but the main, the main meat of it is only really happening in like six issues, Mm -hmm. I think. Maybe six to ten. But yeah, it's, it, it's. I think it's funny that I think nowadays that like the Marvel comic books are kind of shitty, but the movies are so good, and the DC movies are not are shitty, but the comic books are okay. Mm. Mm. I don't know. It's like I'm, I, I read both, but I don't read enough of both consistently to be able to give an opinion on that except for all new x-men all new x-men is the greatest book that ever existed please send <laughs> please send me more i want to read more yeah yeah they're so good all right so uh yeah so marvel ton of movies uh what thunderdomes you got so uh I, we only went to like 2016 there's more yeah whatever yeah so we covered the good ones fast and furious i i was challenged and actually a lot of people were challenged uh, with somebody made a top 10 obscure animated films that are actually really good that nobody has heard of. Top mm-hmm. 10 list. And it was, in order, uh, The Secret of Kells. Let, let me know if you've heard of any of these. Uh, the Thief and the Cobbler. Hoodwinked. Rock and Rule. Hoodwinked like the movie from 10 years ago? Yep. Oh, that, I saw that one. That was funny. Okay. Uh, Plague Dogs. Uh, Cats Don't Dance. Eight Crazy Nights. No way does that get on there. They put it on there. <laughs> That's I saw that one too. That sucked ass. Er, Ernest and uh, Celestine. Celestine. Haven't seen that one yet. Uh, Star Chaser. The Legend of Orin. Oh my god. Which we talk about. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Mary and Max. Well, I mean, I can't trust this list already. So whatever. It's got a couple stinkers on there, but uh, there were a couple where I was like, "All right, I'll watch that." And actually, a couple of them were really amazingly good. And Maniacs and Eric too. You got to watch it. So uh, Secret of Kells, I watched it. It's immediately one of my favorites uh, all time animated films. Mm. It's great. It's about it's it's about a real uh, historical thing, the Book of Kells. That, and it's basically like an origin story. Uh, uh, it's about uh, it's a, a little town in Ireland during the time where the Vikings were raiding uh, the whole coast of England yeah. and Ireland. And the Vikings in this movie are, they're fucking monsters. They mm. kill and pillage and destroy. And they don't even speak a word that you can actually understand. So, because the uh, the point of view is from the Irish uh, characters. Uh-huh. So, when the Vikings come into play, they're just, you know, like this 
uh, I don't know if it's actually like Norwegian or like some ancient language or whatever, but it's like a lot of like, uh, and they're just like the way that they're animated is just like these huge hulking beasts with these giant swords, black everything. I mean, it's a beautiful movie. Uh, like the Vikings, like are just monsters. You know, in other movies, you're like, wow, Vikings are really cool. Like the Pathfinder, the Vikings were cool, but they were human too. These guys, uh-huh. they're just monsters. And okay. Just out to kill. And at the same time, like the whole movie is about this little boy and learning how to, um, like it's a it's a kids movie about mm. this about this little boy and learning how to uh, train a dragon. No, learning how to write a book. <laughs> the Vikings like we do not fucking train dragons in this movie. No, they eat dragons. Yeah. Although it's although it's grounded in reality, there are magical elements which. When all of a sudden, like, magic starts happening, you're, it takes you by surprise. You're like, holy shit, wait, wait a second, there's magic in here too? Awesome. Yeah. And okay. just just the whole presentation, the whole story was just incredible. 10 out of 10, would see again. Uh, the Thief and the Cobbler, there's actually a documentary coming up, which uh, I learned about on Twitter. Somebody contacted us through Twitter and said, hey, do you know we're actually making uh, a documentary about this? And I'm tr- I'm trying like mad to try and find it on Facebook. Sorry, okay, well, dudes. as you talk about it, um, we did have one of our listeners say, like, dudes, you guys always talk about Legend of Korra in the beginning of the episode and spoil it. So, like, I can't listen to you guys until you're done with Korra. So, we've made it this far. So, consider the rest <laughs> of consider the rest of this podcast spoiler land because we're going to talk about Korra. And obviously, I just started getting to Attack on Titan. So I have to watch. Oh, I, there you know, go. So we can spoil it a bit. So we made it forty minutes in or whatever. So the rest of the stuff there will be some spoilers. So that way, some of our listeners that were complaining were able to listen to most of the podcast, and you can turn us off now. Okay. So one one last quick note: Thief and the Cobbler. Uh, a, the documentary about it is how it was like this amazing animated project, and it is. It's beautiful and way too complicated. Vincent Price voices one of the characters. Uh, and it was horribly butchered by two production companies uh, adding voices to characters who are voiceless mm. and uh, generally like making some edits that changed everything, slapping on. Uh, it came out around the same time as Aladdin. Mm. So they tried to m- turn it into a movie that was more like Aladdin. Uh. So a bunch of dudes on YouTube and the internet have, have made a recobbled cut like they recut the movie using it's just like the Star Wars despecialized edition, right? Okay, where, where they try to make it at like just like the original by using all their tools, mm-hmm. so it's like crowd crowdsourced, and that's the version that I saw, and it was actually really good. But I'm looking forward to this new documentary. So if you just Google "Thief in the Cobbler" documentary, you'll find it uh, cool. about like the whole process. Cool. Okay. So I will give credit to where credit is due to you and to the listeners that recommended Attack on Titan. Mm. My interest started at New York Comic Con when I was like, Chad, who are all these people dressed up (laughs) wearing short brown jackets and white pants and weird metal boxes strapped to their legs? And you're like, Attack on Titan. Yep. Um, So, you know, it's fucking good. It's such a weird premise with really big uh, Ken dolls walking around eating people. Mm Mm-hmm. But you were right, and a bunch of people got killed that I was surprised about. And Aaron, or however you say his name, Aaron, Aaron! Uh, he <laughs> dies and stuff. So I'm on like episode nine. Okay. Now, and like I said, this is spoiler land. I'm on episode nine now, where uh, Aaron is back, 
and he bites his hand and turns into a titan. Right. And uh, it ended with like the rest. Most of his uh, compatriots were were like, "Well, let's fucking kill this guy anyways," even though he basically saved us. And so that was that's kind of where it left off. So wait, was that was that the episode where they're deci- where uh, what? He was in the Titan's stomach. It did a flashback. Yes. And then he was like, oh, I can't stand this. And he just turned into a Titan. Okay. And so he saved a bunch of people. They, uh, the, the rest of his troops um, used him to get back to safety. And now they're back to safety. He's back. He's got an arm. His arm and his leg are back. They've regrown. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the older guard are like, yo, we need to kill this guy. And the episode ended where they fired on him. And he kind of like turned into like a half Titan to protect uh, Mikasa. So I wonder if that if it was that or the next episode that that basically turned me off to Attack on Titan because, oh, the, because the whole no no because the whole episode was them deciding whether or not to kill him. And no, was, that was this episode. That was and, this episode. All right, it was, that was right. And I was like, wow, this is so filler. It's not even trying not to be filler. It's just a filler episode, and it could have been over in five effing seconds. Yeah. No, oh. it was it, that was this episode, but I got through it. But I'm loving me some Attack on Titan. Obviously, this is nothing new to anyone else because I, I'm sure I'm the last person in the world to hear about this. Um, and I will give you another shout out because I usually like the dubbed version of stuff. Mm. I like I like my English, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hulu has the Japanese version with uh, its dubbed. It has it just has the um, the English uh, captions on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got like six, seven episodes in and uh, watching at home. And then I tried to watch it on work on a website and I found one that was just dubbed over in English. Mm-hmm. And I got like three minutes in. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> and you're always the one that says, oh, the Japanese version's better. I'm like, whatever, dude. You know, it's, I like the English. That's stupid. But I, after six episodes, I was so used to just like, I got that because yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, and then, I, you know, at first it was ridiculous. And now I got into it. And so when I heard the English version, they're like, oh, guys, we are totally screwed. And I was like, oh, oh this is hurting my ears. <laughs> I need the Japanese version. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess I'll have to tip my cap to you there, too. Now that I'm used to that one, that's the only thing I can hear. They, yeah, that's the only voices I can hear now. That's so funny. Well, not, now you feel our pain. Well, ima- yeah. I, well, ima- imagine back in the dark ages where, uh, where a lot of animation was coming over only on VHS Mm-hmm. Where suddenly somebody, some company gets the rights, and and now the only version you can get is the dub version that has yeah. shit voice actors. See, I just, I really think too, though, it just comes down to what you see first. Because yeah. I, I saw Dragon Ball Z in English, and I was like, this is fine. And you're like, no, it's not really that good. I'm like, sounds good to me. And then I heard the Japanese version, and you know, I was like, what the fuck is this? You know. <laughs> yeah. I think- that was actually a really good impression. <laughs> this is not that good. I was like, this is not that good. But so uh, it might just be what you hear first. But now I'm hooked. I've got to hear it in Japanese with just the the subtitles. That's good. I so. I made it to the end of uh of season one of Attack on Titan. It did it did not disappoint. And it continues, it continues. It was so popular in Japan, it's insanely popular that like they even made like a car commercial where like the Titans were like attacking the cars, like escaping oh, and stuff. Well, Hulu only has the first twenty-five episodes. Like it just has season one. So you're saying mm-hmm. there's more? There's more anime after that? I think they got renewed. Yeah. Because so. I heard there was like some shitty spinoffs, like prequels and shit. But I don't care about that. Or maybe that was just the comic. I'm not. I'm actually. Actually, I'm not sure. Uh, I and then uh, our brother Andrew was telling telling me that there's like a live action movie coming out next year. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing is like when he gets super popular, everybody wants to cash in on it. So, yeah, I I, I was actually surprised it didn't come out sooner. Well, I'm hooked. I like it. I get I get why you guys uh, were talking it up. So cool. And uh, for anyone that really likes it, ha, 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 ha. I'm only nine episodes in. I get to experience some stuff you already did. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you always jealous like that when that shit happens? Mm. You finish it and there's nothing else left and other people are still discovering it the first time and you're like, fuck you. I wish I could still watch new shit. <laughs> That's like Game of Thrones, man. When all the all the people started like bitching about uh, things that happened in like the first book, you're like, you don't even know what's coming next, man. Yes. Just so you know, I'm watching one episode a night, and I'm just slowly savoring this Attack on Titan. Oh. One episode a night. That's good. That's good for you. Yeah, it's good. I'm not gonna binge on it. I'm gonna take my time, chew my food. I think it's. I think binging would be a bad thing with that show, actually. Just just because of the filler episodes. There's more on the way, by the way. <laughs> uh, so you watched the Korra. I watched the Korra. Finally, there was an episode where I was like, wow, this is kind of like a, a season two episode where not much happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it finally revealed the origins of Kuvira. Yes, that, that I liked. Um, Korra trying to settle an argument stupidly again. I was kind of over. Yeah, but it's like, hey, I just got here, and I don't even really know exactly what's going on, but I'm going to go around and tell people what they should do well, and, I mean, and get manipulated. Some, somebody, somebody's like, well, I mean, Korra's heart's in the right place, but Kuvira can mind bend. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, you know, it's like, it's like any of the that, – that's her main weakness is her brain, really. So Kuvira's just playing to her weaknesses. I mean, anybody – it happens every season – where early on, Korra and the main villain have a little chat, like it happened in the spirit yeah. world last season, where they basically true. have a conversation with Korra, and they're like, look, Korra, uh, here's what I'm dealing with, and this is why I'm totally right. And, and Korra's like, well, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just think, for me, the highlight of the episode by far was uh, Varric, Zuli, and uh, Bolin. Oh on, yeah, on getting in that mech fight like that was the that was cool. And it all ends with Ju- Julie finally, finally growing a spine, and uh, and speaking up for herself. Well, Maybe... see, for, for me, I just think I thought she was lying. Oh yeah, clearly she's still a double agent. She's in love with Varric, and that's not going to change. I mean, she spoke the truth, which is why it was convincing as yes. to why she did, was resented Varric, but I felt like she was definitely lying. Yeah, she's definitely going to save him, and he's totally going to marry Julie. It's going to happen. But yeah, more cool stuff, and uh, oh, it, does, it does not disappoint. So, in the backstory of how Kuvira became the Earth Reich Hitler of the uh-huh. world, um, if it was revealed, and it wasn't, like, nobody brought it as, up as, like, a big deal... But um, what's the name of the of the lady who's in charge of the metal benders? Um, like Sue, like S- uh, the old woman. Yeah, <laughs> I forget her name. Anyway, Sue, Li- Sue Lin. Um, crap. What's Tom's uh-huh. last name? Uh, any- anyway, <laughs> I can picture her. That's good enough. Old lady metal bender. Yeah, refused to to take the reins of the Earth Kingdom when yeah. it needed her most, and she is the whole reason that Kuvira became Earth Hitler. Like, yep. it's her fault. She decided to be selfish instead of selfless, 
Mm-hmm. And instead of saying like, yes, this is my moments, like it sucks for me, but I'm going to lead everyone out of poverty and war and make the earth kingdom a better place. Everybody looks up to me. Their argument is totally right. I'm going to do this. Instead, yeah. she's like, now. Yeah. Now. She's just, I just want to stay in my metal hippie commune yep. and do nothing. See, the thing is, though, why didn't after she said no, why didn't they just ask her sister, the chief of police? Like the second strongest metal bender. She would have done it. Right. She would have been a brutal dictator. (laughs) Yeah, she's tough as balls, man. Like, I don't understand why they didn't turn to her. Like, you know, you have, like, doesn't she have almost the same amount of rights? I mean, maybe, but she she lived in Republic City her whole life, though. But I'm just saying, like, you know, she's, you know, basically metal bending royalty also. It's true. So I think they should have just asked her. Yep. But in, instead, they were like, well, I guess we'll just sit around and play with our dicks. The good thing is, though, is that it's not it's not wasting too much time, you know? Yeah. Like, they've already, you know, you're like, you know, it's not like they strung along Bolin for 12 episodes. You know, they're like, this is why we need him. And by the end of the episode, he's already turned against us. So, yeah. But you know what else I was kind of like noticing was that, like, Mako is such a non-player in this yeah. whole story right now. It's just kind of ridiculous. Like, he went from, like, teen heartthrob in the first season, integral to everything, to, like, uh, basically a joke. And I could not be happier. Hmm. I've never liked Mako. He's always just been in there for just a little bit of boy-girl drama. And, you know, now he's exposed for really being kind of useless. So, no offense, David Faustino, because I remembered your last (laughs) name this time. Uh, but, you know, I like that because he doesn't really have that much to offer and he's not funny or anything. So it's great. And uh, what's her face? Making up with her dad. It's a nice little sentimental moment uh, oh, to Asami. give her a salmon to give her character a little bit of something. And that's all she needs to do. And and we're good. So, yeah, works for me. I thought I, I'm kind of wondering what's going to come out of that. You know, like, um, you know, she had kind of written off her dad. She doesn't need him anymore. Uh, I can I can relate uh, to what? that. No, no, not on a, no, no, not on a you personal. You wrote off our dad? Of course not. You don't need him anymore? No, but without naming names, uh, uh, I, I know somebody who's a very good friend of mine went through a very similar situation uh, with, okay. a to- with a toxic parent, gotcha. let's say. I thought you were talking about ours. Like, no man, way, dude. Just because like, they fucking ate your Halloween candy? <laughs> Jeez, Chad. You're yeah, dead, dead to me. To me. <laughs> dead to me. How dare like, you eat my candy? That's 20 years ago, dude. Let it go. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm going to mail you a Butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, so when that happened, I was like, all right, are they just doing this to kind of wrap up the character? Or for, like for good? Are we not going to see this character ever again? Or uh, is something going to happen? No, she's got to bring a seven-nation mech army to the fight. Like, I, I mean, there's a huge... Kavira's got a huge army. The only way they can counter it is with a mech army, also their own. So, I don't know. There's a ton of... I mean, how long do you think they're going to be fighting in the metal village? Maybe they have to make, like, Magneto plastic mechs so, mm. so the metal benders can't fuck with them. See, I just feel like, why don't they just get the firebenders there... Because they can like lightning bolt, you know. You can't like you can't hide from lightning bolts in a metal mech, right? And they've really done nothing about the Fire Nation in the whole Legend of Korra series. No. So maybe that's what's going to happen. Maybe the Fire Nation will finally uh, show up. All they need is Mako shoot one lightning bolt, 
like one really decently timed lightning bolt at the metal army and it's over how cool would it be if if bolin was calling it for him and he said lightning bolt lightning bolt lightning bolt <laughs> exactly cool give it to us nerds mm-hmm. uh and yeah that's all i got yeah so uh go see uh go see plague dogs it will make you want to kill yourself Oh, geez. Well, I'm going to skip it. Yep. It's like... <laughs> I'll, Eric, I will send you a clip, just one minute clip, on the internet that sums up the entire movie. Okay. And, uh, and you, 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 tell, you tell me if you, would, if you would watch that. All right. But basically, it's, one of those, it's made by the same company that made Watership Down. Oh, God. Except this one ends like... Uh, let, let's say it ends even worse than oh, Watership God. Down. <laughs> Oh yeah, I hate it already. <laughs> it's like, uh, like sometimes movies end when all the protagonists are dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it's hor- it's horrible. It's like it's like uh, that movie, uh, what? Not Cave of the Fireflies. Um, God, that movie where those Japanese kids die. <laughs> <laughs> Something of the Firefly. Go, oh, grave. See me, Grave of the Fireflies. Grave it's of one, the Fireflies. It's one of those classic animes. That everybody's like, oh my god, watch this. And then you're like, why did you tell me I was going to cry the whole movie? <laughs> okay. It's, it's one of those. Uh, is that how Attack on Titan ends? Because maybe <laughs> I'll just stop now. <laughs> when Eric, when, Aaron, when Eric yeah. came back to life, I was like, alright, this fucking bullshit. Then we could turn into a Titan. I was like, okay, cool, great. Mm-hmm. Then when they did the whole episode where everyone was like, Pixies! Where are you, Pixies? I'm drinking over here. Get sober, we need you. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm fucking out. It's funny because both me and uh, our brother Andrew both like at the same time was like, our favorite character is Sha- uh, Sasha, aka Spuds. Wait, which one's that one? The girl who got caught during training camp eating a potato. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's the best. Yeah, because she's the funniest. Yes. She keeps it light, and so uh, that's both of our favorite characters. Although, I'm only nine episodes in, so I guess I could always change. But right now, she's my favorite. Nah, she's so. she rules. And she doesn't have enough screen time. Like, they give you just enough of her. She's, she doesn't do anything, like, serious. Yeah, like, she was in the last one, and she missed her kill blow. And uh, Titan was turning on. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, and someone else had to save her and something. It was funny. I was like, ah, cool. Yeah, exactly. But, all right, man. Well, I got to go. Take a dump. Yeah. Yeah. And poop out of the Snickers bar. Yeah, I guess and it's a Twix. Mars bar at this point. I swish it down with the Gatorade. God. All right. Check us out, everybody. Every week, we're a video game slash comic slash whatever podcast. Uh, you can check us out at our headquarters at jumpmanpodcast.com. Check us out and subscribe to us on iTunes. Drop us a review. And uh, and if you, if you suddenly had to re-download all of our... <laughs> all of our uh, mp3s on itunes do not fret it's because our current host is an asshole and yeah. they're actively seeking a new host uh, they basically sent me an email saying saying hey guess what we can just delete folders off your uh, server space because of this one sentence in our terms of service mm. uh, so that's 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 a total dick move dream host and now we don't like you anymore yeah we're gonna fight the power yeah and not use you anymore. So, um, anyway, you can also check us out on RetrowareTV.com and Elder-Geek.com. And, uh, dudes, we're going to have some more special episodes coming up. So, yeah. stay tuned. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you need to tell anyone 
uh, about our show, you can describe us in one sentence. These guys are funny and sexy as hell. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.